joy and peace to all the people of the earth. Let's receive the word of God with Reverend Kiluba. Kiluba, may God bless you. Dear online listeners and dear listeners who follow us on your local radios of your respective cities among the nations of the earth, dear English and French-speaking listeners, our love in this day to greet you in a spirit of faith. In the name of the source of all things. He is the source of all things. He is the source of all things. It is in his name that I've greeted you today. I would love that he should be your source. He is an exhaustible, inexhaustible source. He is a river that flows again and again and again all along the edges. And that river is flowing today. I just wanted you today that through faith in Him, the source you may have, according to your needs. That is why I greeted you in the name of the source. It is a pleasure. Also, it is my faith. Because if we act in faith in his name, it is going to work. As it worked in the life of the young man David. You come against me with the spear and the sword, but I come against you in the name, in the name of the Lord. And it worked. Learn to confess this name in faith. Whosoever will call upon the name of the Lord will be saved, says the scripture. Do it in a spirit of faith. David did it in a spirit of faith. He didn't have a sword or spear, but he was walking in the name by faith and it worked and the one who could not be brought down was brought down and his camp was put to flight that is why i greeted you in the name of the source of all things it is not me who is inventing this it is a scripture that says it he is the source of all things he is the source of existence and the source of the maintenance of existence. He is. And I love that you should understand my approach today in this end of year. I love that you should have. That is why I greeted you in the name of the source. To have and to have and to have again. I'll come back to this with scripture in support. I greeted you in the name of the source because he is the source of, of all things. It is John who says it in chapter 1. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and word was God. He was in the beginning with God and all things were made through him. And without him, nothing was made that was made. 
nothing, nothing. And when you go into the scripture that I read last time in Colossians, chapter 1, verse 15, he is the image of the source. He is the image of the source of all things. I love our brother Paul, who says in Colossians 1, verse 15, he is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him, he is the source. For by him, all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things consist. He is the image of the source of the universe. When Paul says he is the image of the invisible God, who is this invisible God? It is the creator God. I'm thinking of the scripture of Paul to the Romans, Romans 1.20. For since creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made. He is that one. That is why the Apostle Paul says yes, he is the image of the invisible God. Hence the creator God, the source of all things. And this is powerful. And that is why I greeted you in the name of the source of all things. He is the source of all things. Not for your entertainment. But I'm saying these things that you may be connected by faith to the source. And you're going to drink and drink and drink. I'm thinking about when he was in Jerusalem. He stood on the last day of the feast. Let he who is thirsty come to me. Hey, 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 hey. What is your need? Let he who is thirsty come unto me. People of the earth. May you hear this invitation of love. It is because he is compassionate with your needs. That is why he's inviting you. Go to him, all you who are thirsty, no matter what your thirst is. To exist is one thing, but to fulfill existence is another thing. That's where the problem lies. Existence is fulfilled by its creator. Let he who is thirsty come, and the water will give him, will become rivers in him. This invitation will become a reality in this end of year, and you're going to receive from the source in, whom, in whose name I've greeted you. The topic we're going to speak about today is Jesus, God, mind for all having of humanity. Hallelujah. He is a God mind for all having of humanity. Hallelujah. He is this mind that is available for humanity. Let me read the main scripture, Colossians chapter 2, verse 9. We have read it before. But there are things we need to bring out from here for you, for your edification and faith. For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. All the fullness of the Godhead. He is the source. In him dwells 
the fullness of the Godhead. This is powerful. He is the source, the one in whose name I've greeted you. In him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead, our God. If there are gods among angels, a certain is a God. But in certain does not dwell the fullness of the Godhead. Maybe there's a 20% of divinity that makes him stubborn, but in Emmanuel, Jesus dwells the fullness of the Godhead bodily. That is why John continues. But as many as as many as have received him, to those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, to become gods. Because in him dwells fully the fullness of the Godhead. He is the source. I don't want to stop on that. I would want to go forward with you in verse 10. And this is powerful. Colossians 2.10 And you are complete in Him. You are complete in Him. Not in a half manner, but you are complete. You are complete in Him who is the head of all principality and power. What a proclamation that the Apostle Paul is making here to the church of those in Colossia. But this is a message to the body of Christ all around the world. You have, you have, you are complete. You are complete in Him. Let it be the church of Africa, our land. You have Africa. Do not envy Americans for what the church in America has. You have Africa. I say to the Europeans, the church in Europe, do not envy America for what she has as a church, for what she does, for her evangelical movements. What did the Apostle Paul say? We are of his race. In him, we live, we move, and we have our being. Africa. Receive the missionary movement all around the world. As the Americans have, it is not about America. It is about him in whom we are complete. The one who said, wait in Jerusalem and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, Samaria, until the ends of the earth. It is in him that is hidden the movement of all the earth receive church of africa the evangelical movement for all the earth you have all things in him you are complete in him do not seek for movement in money or in weird organizations it is not there the evangelical movement is in him that is why the apostle paul informed us about it he says you are complete in him I'm thinking about it, and I love that this word should create missionaries. Do not envy the West, Church of Africa. 
They have had Hudson Taylor for China, David Livingstone for Africa, and other missionaries who came from America. They received this from him as a church. You too, you are complete in him. I'm thinking of Paul who says to the church in Galatia, says, when it pleased to the one who had set me apart in my mother's womb to reveal the source of missionary movement in me. I did not go up to Jerusalem, but I went out and preached the gospel. He is a person that puts you on the path of the gospel. We need a missionary Africa, missionary first in your neighborhood, in your village, in your tribe, and then in your nation. In him, you are missionaries, because in him, we have our, we move, we live, and we have our being. Jesus himself went from place to place doing good. You have in him, him, what he is, you have it in him, because him also is a missionary. He says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me and sent me to preach the good news. And Satan will not stop the movement in him. Movement is not easy. Satan opposes, you know yourself in the story of Daniel with his 21 days fast Gabriel was sent to bring the word that God wanted to give to Daniel but the movement was stopped and Gabriel needed rescue Michael came and rescued Gabriel the missionary the devil who is a missionary on earth doesn't love the missionaries of God on the earth God said to the devil, Wait, where have you come from? I come to and from the earth. He goes all around the world to do evil. Look at what he did to Job in his evil missionary movement and to Jesus. Jesus, God, mind for all, having of humanity. And my main scripture, you are complete in him. You are complete. This is Colossians. And if you go in Corinthians, First Corinthians, all is yours and you belong to Christ and Christ belongs to God. That is the having for those who are in Christ. I'm thinking about this. All is yours. It is yours. Look at what, what himself said. There is no one, there is no one. Truly, truly, I say to you, there is no one, there is no one who would have left all things because of me and the kingdom if he doesn't receive a hundredfold in this life. I say to the church, yes, you have got all things for things to come, spiritual things, I'll come to that. But you also have all things in the physical, the hundredfold that we're speaking about in the scripture was a, was a hundredfold of brothers, sisters, mothers, fields. And Jesus is also speaking about the same scripture of Paul. He says, a hundredfold of all things, which the apostle Paul calls complete. You have got hundred percent. You have all things. When I see the scriptures complementing each other, it's Jesus who says it. You have all things. He used a hundredfold. There is no one who would have left all things because of me and the gospel if he doesn't receive. If he doesn't receive. That is why I say to you, Jesus, the God mind for all having of humanity. 
the, my film scripture ex excited me a lot you are completing him I'm thinking of this church of revival in Colossia that was born from the revival that began in Ephesus it is the Bible school that released revival in Asia Minor listen to me church of revival in the earth in the same way Paul said to the church of revival in Colossia you are complete church of revival you are complete do not scam people just believe in him you will have do not flatter politicians in order to have you have in him church of revival you have all things you are complete in him it is Paul who said it I want to say something again when we say Jesus God mine for all having of humanity why didn't I put church it is because church is part of humanity follow what Jesus says we have got a tendency of excluding one for another I'll put together for you a soup in putting together scripture that you may understand the thought we have today it is Jesus who says it to Nicodemus, a teacher of the law. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Listen to me well. He gave the son to the church in John 3.16. Is it to the church? No. He gave to humanity, to the world. For God so loved the world. So God so loved the world. He gave his only begotten son to the world. May the world be awakened. Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The world has received the best gift of the universe, the son. It is not a preacher or an apostle or a preacher like me who said it. It is Jesus himself who said it. For God so loved the world in his great love. He gave his only begotten son to the world. But as he gave his son, he also gave all things with the son. That is why I have entitled my teaching, Jesus, God, mine, for all having of humanity. If the son has been given to the world. Romans 8, 32. He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Humanity, listen to this message. It is fundamental for you. If God gave you his son, why won't he not give you all things with him? What does that mean? If he has given his son according to John 3.16, Romans 8.32 is showing us that the world has a right to the having that is in the son. I, 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 I understand that it, it creates politicians because the Bible says even thrones and dignitaries were created in him. He is the source. This is deep that the Apostle Paul is speaking about here. If God did not spare his own son, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? This is valid for the church. It's valid for humanity. 
Because for God so loved not the church but the world. So God would not deprive the world of all things. I say to the world, rejoice, you have all things in Him, the Son of God. You are complete in Him, the Son of God. He cannot deprive you of all things. I'm thinking of the world, of humanity. This message is not only for the church. This message is for humanity. That is why my topic, I have decided to extend it to many things. When the Bible says you are complete in him, the head of all principality and dominions, the tendency it is to limit this to the church. I say no and no. The son was not only given to the church, he was given to the world. It is Jesus himself who says it to Nicodemus. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have, have everlasting life. And you know, in Isaiah 9, he will not deprive you. I know that this, the message of today, is going to supply you with things. I don't know your needs, people of the earth, but I present to you the source of all things that have been made available by the Father. For God so loved the world, He has made available His only begotten Son. And Paul has completed that thought. If God did not spare His own Son, why won't He give you all things with Him? Isaiah 9 verse 5, soon Christmas. For Isaiah 9 6, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. Soon Christmas, listen to me. Christmas is not a Christian feast. It is a feast of humanity. Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And the Bible says he has been given to the world. It is not a feast of the church. There are also churches that are weird with weird teachings that say we shouldn't celebrate Christmas. And I say to them, you are not understanding the scriptures. Are you better than the angels who celebrated the birth of Jesus? They sang glory to God in the highest and peace on earth. And you don't want to celebrate Christmas. They celebrated Christmas for humanity. And they said, peace on earth. Soon Christmas. I wanted to say that Christmas is not a Christian feast. It is a feast of humanity. It should be this way. Because the Son is given to the world. is given to humanity. If you celebrate Christmas in a spirit of faith. Because we'll come back to our topic. Jesus, God, mind for all having of humanity. It is the Apostle Paul who's saying it. If God did not spare his own son and delivered him to us, why shall he not freely give us all things? People of the earth, you have not been forgotten. You must celebrate Christmas, celebrate the son. Christmas is a feast of humanity, not a feast of Christians only. It is himself who has said, he's given to the world for all having. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, 
but have, hallelujah, have everlasting life. People of the earth, you have all things in him. First life. He came to give life to the world. It is Paul also saying that in the same way that all die in Adam, all will live in Christ. He is a life-giving spirit. Hallelujah. I see, I also love certain things that, that the devil says, which are also true, but we listen to him cautiously. What is the first thing that humanity loves? It is life. In Job, Satan says to God, man will give all things for his life. Satan knows that life is worth more than anything for humanity. That is what Jesus also says about his birth. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Have life in believing in him. It is Satan who said to God, whatever man has, he has it for his life. The number one need for humanity is life and life everlasting. You have that in him. I say to humanity, you have all things, you are complete in him. First life. According to John 3.16, first life. That is why I'm thinking of what I said in the past. He destroyed death and he has made available life and immortality. Today, today I am I am calling the world to not hurt the love of God by not receiving the love that he has given yes there are Christians who celebrate Christmas but the whole world should celebrate Christmas Christmas is more than Christmas because Christmas made available the first need of humanity which is life you know yourself that there are, there are births of people who are born to kill, like Adolf Hitler. Adolf Hitler was born to shed blood. I believe demons celebrated the birth of a man who was going to shed blood. They are, they are certain births that are a source of the shedding of blood. Humanity was supposed to cry, not celebrate the birth of people who are going to shed blood. Humanity was supposed to cry the birth of prophets who were going to bring the shedding of blood. Jesus is not such a prophet. He was born in order for the world to have life, life more than life more than temporal life but everlasting life celebrate christmas you were supposed to cry the birth of other people and other prophets and religions that have been shedding blood from the time they were born they have been shedding blood May you be careful because the one who sheds blood can invade your religion in order to shed blood, has invaded Judaism to shed blood. 
and the blood of Jesus was upon them. They shed the blood of Stephen until the righteous one Jesus. I am afraid that your religion should be infiltrated. I also today am concerned that we celebrate those who shed blood. Humanity is blind and is welcoming on earth. I'm saying to humanity, do not welcome those who are shedding blood on earth. They do not have a place on the earth. You know, when Cain shed the blood of his brother Abel, God cursed him and chased him from his presence. He knew he was going to die. And Cain repented partially and he says, my punishment is too great. God knew whoever kills by the sword would die by the sword. I am saying to the religions of blood, you will perish by the sword. Isn't it by what Adolf Hitler and Nazi ended? I say to religions that shed blood, you will end there. You know what Judaism did by killing the prophets and killing the Messiah, killing the apostles, killing, 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 killing. Where did they end? They ended in blood. They ended in blood. There is no place on earth for those who shed blood. There is no place, but there is place for those who give life. Hallelujah. And that is Christmas of Jesus. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that those who should believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And today, I am concerned with regards to the blindness of the church who want to limit Christmas to the church. Christmas is for the world. Let's help humanity to understand that Christmas is for them too. For God gave his son. Christmas didn't come alone. It came with all things that God can give to the human being. If God did not spare his own son, why shall he not freely give you all things? He didn't come alone. He came with a full baggage of everything that humanity needs. Hallelujah and hallelujah. This is what Christmas is. It is Jesus servicing the needs of humanity and of the church. You are complete in him. This is what Christmas is all about. It is Jesus with provision for humanity, first life and then all things. If God did not spare his own son but delivered him to you, why won't he give all what won't he not give you all things within? John 3:16. He has given all things to the world. Let's pray for the supply of all things to the world. May you supply the world through the Son. I've want, wanted to bring the church forward with Christmas, an important celebration. You have all things fully in Christ. The having of Christ is in Christ. You have all things fully in Him. You are complete in Him. The first need of the church is Jesus. The first need of the church is the first need of Jesus. What was the first need of Jesus? He was born with a supernatural life. He was baptized by John the Baptist, but he needed the Holy Spirit. The first need of the church is the Holy Spirit. The early church 
The Bible says what? They were filled. They were filled. They were filled with the Holy Spirit. And Jesus filled with the Holy Spirit. It was his first need when he was praying, the heavens opened and the dove descended on him. May you be filled. Church of the 21st century, may you be filled. You have all. You have all things. We see it with the first church. The Bible says they were all men and women. The church followed the same blueprint of their master, of our master. They were praying like Jesus prayed before the baptism of John the Baptist. And they received the first need. The Bible says the true worshippers that my father desires are those who worship him in spirit and in truth. Those who were waiting on the Holy Spirit and began to worship in spirit. It is the need. It is a need, and this need is in the God mind that is Jesus for all humanity. I'm thinking of the prophecy of Joel. I will pour all my spirit. There is, a, there is a supply of the spirit for humanity. It is the first need. If you do not receive the Holy Spirit, you receive another spirit that is dangerous. But I want you to have the visitation of the Holy Spirit, not in a, by half, but the full visitation of the Holy Spirit. I want to read 1 Corinthians chapter 4. You have all things in Him the spiritual and the physical. I thank God for the grace of God that has been shown to you in Jesus. What did, what did the church of Corinth have? Five that you were enriched in everything by him in all utterance and all knowledge. May you be filled with this. It is in Corinth that he says, in Colossians, he said, it says, May the word of Christ dwell fully among you. We need that the church of Africa and of all the world to be filled with all the riches of the knowledge and of the word. May you be filled. You have all things in him. You are complete in him. Even as the testimony of Christ was confirmed in you, so that you come short in no gift, eagerly waiting for the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ. We want for the church to be filled with a provision of gifts. I love that this should be your portion. I'm thinking of John the Baptist who walked with the Spirit of the Lord. John the Baptist had in him power. What John the Baptist had in him, you can also have it as the early church. John the Baptist walked with power, the power, the power of the Lord. And John the Baptist knew that the measure in him was inferior to the measure of the one who gave him his measure. He says, the one who comes after me is more powerful than me. John the Baptist was powerful, but it was only a measure. 
Oh, may you receive a measure of power more than John the Baptist. Hallelujah. He's the one who comes after me is more powerful than me. He is the source himself. John the Baptist had in him the power of the Lord. And what did he say to the apostles? Wait in Jerusalem until you are clothed from the power from on high, and you will be my witnesses. Them too had what the John Baptist had in him. Same cause, same effect. When John the Baptist received the power, he testified about the giver. Oh, he spoke about the giver. Same with the apostles. You are going to be clothed with power from on high. You will speak about me. When he will come, he will speak. You too will speak. John the Baptist spoke about him. He was a witness of the Christ. Our love that the power that is in him of testimony should be given to the church of the earth in 2024 that you may speak, speak to the earth. He received it and he spoke. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, has anointed me to preach good news. Not only did this power make John the Baptist to be witnesses, the apostles to be witnesses, but John the Baptist gathered multitudes, received power in your ministry, in your church, so that people may run to your church. When Jesus received power, he spoke, but he also attracted the crowds. It worked for Jesus, it worked for John the Baptist, worked for the apostles. If you have power, the people will come. The Bible says the people of the region came in number. The Holy Spirit is a gatherer. Same cause, same effect. Not only the people gathered, but the people were transformed. Hallelujah. The people were repenting. That is what Jesus said. That repentance and forgiveness of sins will be preached in my name to all nations. Receive the Holy Spirit to speak, to gather, but also to bring to the change of conduct. May you enter in the message for all places. God is calling to all places for people to repent. We need Jonas, Jonas, who will make places, cities to repent. When they received the power in Jerusalem, what did Peter preach? He preached repentance, says repent, and you receive. He is available. I say to the earth, just repent and you will receive the Holy Spirit so that you too may speak and may gather and may also change people. Hallelujah. They won't be repentance without the Holy Spirit. It is Him who convinces the world with regards to sin or else people are going to be stubborn in their bad conduct. But the Holy Spirit convinces people about their conduct. I wanted to finish by saying one thing, possibly time will not allow us to read. There's one thing I want to say. The apostolic works. It is Jesus who said, He who believes in me will do the works that I do. In him there are works. And there are works of his works. That's what the apostles did. They did the works of his works. Hallelujah. 
in him there are works. He who believes in me will do the works that I do, and greater than these will he do. For I go to the Father. May you write your acts of apostles in him. The church needs to see the apostolic acts. Jesus said they are in him. That is why I've called him a mind. Is a good mind for all having. That is in John 14. When you read John 15, if a branch remains in me and I remain in them, they will produce much more fruit. Much fruit. I would love that the church should do more works. That is in him. You have all things in him. You are complete in him. The evangelical works, the works of his works, what he did, you too will do. I say it, you will do it. I confirm it, you will do. Not by any form of arrogance, but by faith. And that is why the scripture that says you have all things in him, you are complete in him, you have works. I want to say one thing. It is the attitude of those who are enjoying of what he has. May God help you to come back to the everlasting gospel. Revelations 14, verse 6 to 7. I saw an angel flying in the midst of heaven who had the everlasting gospel to preach it to all the people of the earth. What was this gospel? Fear God. Worship he who created the heavens, the earth, and the sea, you have from him. Now may you go to the everlasting gospel. Fear him. It is the same gospel of the angels, the four living beings, the 24 elders. In Revelation 4, they, they also worship God. They also worship God and give him glory, and they bow. And they say, it is by your will that all things exist. According to Isaiah 6, they cover their face in light of the one who has given them intelligence, a sign of fear. The following beings are scientific beings. They have got eyes all around, inside out. It's not that they are monsters. They have the fullness of knowledge. The fullness of knowledge. Because in Christ, all the treasures of wisdom and science dwell in Christ. You academics and scientific, you need to fear him like those in heaven. But you insult him and you say that he does not exist. You politicians, the 24 elders, they are the politicians of heaven. But they bow and worship him. This is the everlasting gospel. When you receive from him, you need to worship him that is the everlasting gospel may you fear him worship him give him glory hallelujah and hallelujah amen and amen may you come back people of the earth to the everlasting gospel in a sign of gratitude now that we are receiving receiving an unshakable kingdom let us worship god with uh, trembling and godliness you are receiving from him but you don't want the everlasting gospel this is deplorable amen and amen
Thank you for following. Let us spread faith all around the world through this teaching.